0: We
1: are good. We're good to go. Thank you, Jason. Thank you for coming. Chair G., uh, we are good to go. Good
2: morning. I'd like to call the TJPA Board of Directors meeting of December 9th, 2021, to order. I'm Jeff G., the Board Chair. This board meeting is being conducted pursuant to provisions of the Brown Act and in compliance with the California State Assembly Bill, AB 361 to facilitate teleconferencing to reduce the risk of COVID-19 transmission at public meetings. Ordinarily, the Brown Act sets strict rules for teleconferencing. AB 361 has suspended those rules. This meeting is being held during a proclaimed state of emergency and state and local officials have imposed or recommended measures to promote social distancing. As noted on the agenda, Members of the public may observe this teleconference meeting via SFGov TV, and they may offer public comment by calling the published public comment phone number. I'd like to welcome the members of the public and staff who are watching us live on SFGov TV, and I'd like to thank the SFGov TV staff for their ongoing support and services. Mr. Secretary, could you please call the roll?
1: Thank you, Chair G. I would like to note that Director L tawansi will not be in attendance for today's meeting. Directors, please respond when I call your name. Director Forbes?
3: Here.
1: Forbes present. Director John-Baptiste? Present. John-Baptiste present. Director Lipkin? Present. Lipkin present. Director Shaw?
4: Present.
1: Shaw present. Director Tumlin? Present. Tumlin present. Vice Chair Mandelman? Present. Mandelman present. Chair G? Present, G present director we have a quorum directors item three is communications and we like to remind the public that the public comment process is listed on the agenda and streaming on the screen I'm not aware of any other communications I will proceed to call your next item directors item four is board of directors new and or old business I'm also not aware of any I will proceed to call your next item Directors, item five is the executive director's report.
5: Good morning, directors. Uh, I'm thrilled to start off my final report as your interim executive director, not for that reason, but uh, by announcing that the Federal Transit Administration has accepted DTX into the project development phase of the Capital Investment Grants New Starts program. Uh, this is a key project milestone, and we look forward to working with the FTA. Uh, to meet the rigorous uh, requirements of the program. As you're aware, this is a crucial funding stream for the DTX project. Acceptance of the DTX project into the project development phase of the CIG program is the first step of the uh, three-part process with entry into the engineering phase expected in 2023 and signing of a full funding grant agreement targeted for 2025. Uh, This is a very exciting time for DTX especially with the signing of the infrastructure package um, that provides $23 billion uh, for the CIG program over the next five years. So, so I'll take a moment. Thank you, uh, Director Cumlin, for the, uh, the virtual applause. I think it's um, been a long time coming uh, for someone that's been on the project for nearly two decades uh, and a project that's been in the work for more than that. Um, it, it's it's uh, Now is the time. And so, really grateful um, to be able to, to bring that news to you. Um, also related to DTX funding uh, in follow up to uh, my report last month, we completed and submitted our CRISI application to the Federal Railroad Administration uh, just before the Thanksgiving holiday uh, with the funding split between uh, federal and local shares of the 10 million we're requesting the grant uh, should it be funded will advance certain design uh, and programmatic management documents, including right of way tasks. We received over 35 letters of support from Bay Area mayors, uh, labor groups, key stakeholders, and partners, uh, which exemplifies the strong support for the DTX project. Uh, Also, at last month's meeting, uh, we had announced that we would host a holiday lighting event in the park on November 30th. It was a huge success. That was well attended. Uh, We were honored to have Mayor Bree join us and flip the switch with the kids from the neighborhood. It was great to see so many families uh, and kids participate. I was um, surprised at how many kids there were and uh, pleasantly surprised, it was great. Um, And uh, a special thank you to directors Shaw and Lipkin for making it out uh, to uh, join us for the event. And of course the community that uh, helped us kick off the uh, holiday season at the park. Um, More on the holiday festivities, um, we're offering a uh, Winterfest weekend of festivities from December, December 17th through the 19th. And uh, John will discuss uh, this more in his uh, facility operations report. Uh, Later on today's agenda, we'll be uh, be providing our audit uh, annual financial report. And I'm pleased to report that the auditors have issued an unmodified opinion to TJPA's fiscal year 2021 financial statements with no internal control deficiencies and no management improvement recommendations. Uh, I want to recognize our finance staff and in particular our lead accountants Akam Hendy and Davina Brazia uh, for their hard work over the last few months and working with the otters. Their performance was outstanding. Um, Speaking of great staff, uh, please join me in welcoming our newest TJPA member, Jen Norris. Uh, Jen joined us on uh, December 1st as our new facility director, as previously announced. John Updike will be retiring soon, so Jen has joined us early to uh, help facilitate uh, transition. Jen is with us this morning. Jen, would you like to
6: introduce yourself and say a few words? Certainly, thank you so much. Good morning, directors. Um, it's been my pleasure to join the TGPA team and this to get to come to work at this beautiful, state-of-the-art transit center and park. Um, it's a wonderful addition to the city, and it'll be my privilege to help manage this wonderful public asset. Um, as Neela said, I started on December 1st. And hit the ground running with John Updike. Um, those are big shoes to fill, so uh, I'm glad we have a month of overlap together. Um, we've been working well and um, hope to ensure a smooth transition. Um, to just tell you a little bit about my background, I'm a longtime San Francisco resident and transit user. I began my career in technical theater and production design at the San Francisco Opera Company. And when the Opera House closed for seismic renovation, I moved over to the War Memorial, which is the city department, which manages the city's performing art spaces. I worked there as the booking director, uh, booking the Opera House, the Symphony Hall, and the Herbst Theater. Um, And then about a dozen years ago, I was promoted to deputy director of the department, which gave me oversight of all the facility operations and event production. I also supported the $156 million renovation of the Veterans Building from 2013 to 2015. And um, I'm just super excited to be here and I look forward to working with you um, and expanding you know, our tenants, getting them up and running, food and beverage down on ground level and continuing to expand the types and kinds of events that happen in the park. So thank you so much.
7: That concludes thank can, you, Jen. I, can I just say it's really nice to have you Jen you do have big shoes to fill but I'm always excited to hear that somebody's a transit rider when they come to work for a transit place so that's exciting to hear because I think that background is
6: good so welcome thank you
2: love- thank you director Shaw and Jen welcome to the TJPA family
6: thank you working together
5: Thank you, Jen. Uh, It's great to have you on board. And with that, uh, this marks John's last meeting as our facility director. Uh, John has been instrumental in keeping our transit center and park in good working order by working closely with our transit operators, our neighbors, including the East Tet CBD and our asset manager, Lincoln Property Company. Um, he's, He's also worked to ensure that we keep our retail tenants on board so that they're with us when we get to the other side of this pandemic Um, and that's been really important, um, ensuring that they can, um, last through and, uh, be with us when we get back to some normalcy. Um, he's also helped us secure new tenants, resulting in 92% of the 100,000 square feet of retail space leased. John will be missed. Um, however, we are extremely grateful for what he has accomplished and that he has set us up for success. Of course, um, not um uh, unknown to all of us there's you know we, we're still dealing with uh, coming out of the pandemic still dealing with COVID-19 so we continue to track the city's response to COVID-19 along with the uh, recent emergence of the Omicron variant uh, we're encouraging all to get vaccinated and or uh, get the booster shot to reduce the spread of the virus um, And um, we're continuing to ask our visitors to remain vigilant regarding masking in the center, except when on the rooftop park, Uh, the Transportation Security Administration actually uh, just announced last week that they're extending the mask requirement to March 2022 uh, from the current end date of uh, uh, January. So um, in closing, and as we near the end of 2021, and it being my last meeting as your interim executive director. Um, I want to take this moment to acknowledge and thank the dedicated and hardworking TJPA staff. Uh, I also want to extend my gratitude uh, sincerely to you, directors, uh, for your support um, that I've received since you appointed me in September 2020 uh, and your understanding of my decision not to pursue the permanent role due to health issues. Uh, But at the beginning of this year, I, I shared with you three main priorities that I would focus our efforts on. And I believe that we've delivered on these three goals. Uh, first, uh, we focused on continuing operations at the transit center in a world class, cost effective manner in partnership with our regional leaders, transit agencies, and neighborhood stakeholders. And we sought to lease the remaining vacant retail spaces along with planning for a collaborative uh, programming schedule for when operations return to normal. With the team's help here and uh, my point to acknowledge and think that we were able to accomplish that. Uh, second, uh, we advanced the DTX project. Uh, and as the technical planning and project development continues, we'll be working on our plans to rebrand and uh, conduct outreach and engagement to the uh, diverse communities of the um, Bay Area and the state. And lastly, with the steadfast support of Lily Majeswu, TGPA Communications and Legislative Affairs Manager. We've been building on existing partnerships and creating new ones, We've created new ones. And um, as we move forward uh, with bringing an integrated transit and rail system, um, not only uh, to the regional Bay Area, but the state, um, it's going to be important for us to continue to keep close contact with those relationships that we've established and continue to create even more. Um, so we continue to highlight TGPA's important role in serving as a uh, catalyst for neighborhood invigoration in the Trans Bay East neighborhood, bringing housing, open spaces, and economic revitalization and vitality to to the uh, area. It has been my honor to serve in this capacity to ensure we have stability during this very challenging time for our community, transit agencies and their riders, and uh, retail tenants at the Salesforce Transit Center, all while building momentum uh, to advance DTX. Um, We're at an exciting time for DTX, and I couldn't be more proud of the work we've done over the last year to get us here. Later on uh, your agenda, you'll consider appointment of our new uh, permanent executive director, and I'm pleased to have that item before you. Uh, As previously mentioned, I'll resume my role as chief of staff after the uh, new executive director comes on board in January, and I look forward to continuing our work together and fulfilling the vision
8: of the trans program.
5: Uh, with that directors we have a legislative update and facility update next up so if okay with you we can roll right into those all right I see a hand yes uh,
9: chair g is this an appropriate time to make comments
2: um I think it's a good time to ask Neela about her report but for her service we have an item later in the agenda where we will be able to invite all the directors to share some thoughts and comments.
9: Thank you so much for intuiting what I'm trying to communicate.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your comments. And um, we will share some thoughts later on I think it's item 10. So thank you. Chair I just wanted to note that during her ED
1: report, um, there were a couple of hands that were raised um, from the public.
2: Let's do this. If we want to Thank Neela for her service. We can do that under item ten for the public. If there are questions about the ED report, let's save them until we finish all of the reports, and then we'll go to public comment. On this day, I Just wanted to bring attention to. Them. Thank you for for this. Just appreciate it, Donald. Yes.
5: Well, you've all got me so nervous now. What are, what is everyone going to say? No kidding. We oh. all
2: have scripts, Neela. So. <laughs> uh
5: All right, uh, so next up, we have our legislative uh, update. Uh, So to follow up on the exciting news that I mentioned uh, just a moment ago, uh, and the signing of the bipartisan infrastructure package that was signed by President Biden last month, we'll provide an update on federal funding opportunities for the trans Program. We have Julie uh, Julie Minerva of our federal advocacy team, uh, Carpey and Clay located in DC to present report. There she is,
10: Julie. Great, thank you. And is there a slide deck that's going to come up? Donald, are you... are you
8: driving?
1: Jason will bring it up.
10: Okay, great. Well, I'll go ahead and get started. So Chair G and members of the board, thank you for the opportunity to provide you with an update on the infrastructure opportunities at the federal level. As Neela said, my name is Julie Minerva, and I'm a partner at Card & Clay, a Washington, D.C.-based government relations firm focused on representing infrastructure interests of local governments uh, before the U.S. Congress and the executive branch. Today, I am pleased to be joined by two members of TJPA's federal team, Keith Hartwell and Richard Sherman with Blank Rome. Next slide. So we have a lot of new and exciting information to share since our update to you in April Today, my remarks will cover President Biden's Build Back Better agenda and the federal grant application submitted by the TJPA in the third quarter of 2021. Next slide, please. On November 15th, President Biden signed into law the Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. This is also known as the infrastructure package or the bipartisan infrastructure law. Regardless of what you call it, this historic agreement represents the first piece of President Biden's two-part Build Back Better agenda. Overall, the bipartisan infrastructure law provides $1.2 trillion over five years to support investments in traditional infrastructure items such as roads, bridges, transit, waterways, and broadband. The bipartisan infrastructure law passed the Senate on a bipartisan basis in August, but it took the House until early uh, November to secure the required votes. The second piece of the president's agenda is the Build Back Better Act. The Build Back Better Act, or reconciliation package, focuses on the caregiver economy and efforts to combat climate change. The House passed their version of the Build Back Better Act in November, and it is now up to the Senate to act we expect that the Senate will make numerous changes to the House passed bill, and the timing of the Senate passage remains an open question. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer is working to pass the legislation before Christmas. However, key moderates such as Senators Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema have indicated that a vote may not be likely until sometime in 2022. Next slide, please. But while the Senate continues to advance the second piece of the president's agenda, There is more than enough to do as it relates to the transportation infrastructure opportunities included in the bipartisan infrastructure law. In fact, just last week, the U.S. Department of Transportation began a series of stakeholder sessions to outline a myriad of competitive grant programs funded by this law. While Congress did bring back community-funded projects or earmarks as a part of the fiscal year 2022 appropriations process, it's important to note that there are no earmarks in the bipartisan infrastructure law. The transportation funding provided in the bill will flow in one of two ways. First, through existing formulas, or two, through competitive grant programs. Many of the competitive grant programs will be available for the next five years, providing the TJPA with a reliable outlook of what types of funding will be available until FY26, and an opportunity to be strategic about regional partnerships and the phasing of these requests. I'd like to spend a moment to walk you through the immediate opportunities for the TJPA. Most notably for phase two of the transit center program is the record setting funding provided by the Federal Transit Administration's Capital Investment Grant Program. CIG will receive $23 billion over the next five years which will give the FTA the ability to move more projects and larger projects to the pipeline. Within, within this $23 billion, $8 billion is immediately available. The remainder will be provided in equal increments over the next five years. For reference, the CIG program typically gets about $2 billion annually. The Bipartisan Infrastructure Law more than doubles the amount available on an annual basis for the program. In addition, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law provides robust funding for the Federal Railroad Administration's CRISI program and DOT's Popular RAISE program. The TJBA is eligible for both of these programs. In addition, the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law supports two important federal loan programs, TIFIA and RIF. As we have shared in previous updates, these federal loans represent an important component of advancing phase two. The new law extends borrowing terms up to 75 years for both programs. and provides new uh, funding in the amount of $250 million for a subsidy for RIF, and this can really reduce the application and credit risk premium costs for borrowers. Finally, the bipartisan infrastructure law creates a new program called the National Infrastructure Project Assistance Program. This program was created to support mega projects like the TJPA and $10 billion will be available over the next five years. Like we have seen in past administrations, I expect that Secretary Buttigieg and his team at DOT will be rolling out a catchy new name and acronym for this opportunity, But so far within the halls of DOT, it's going by just one word, mega. For all of these opportunities, the following will be critical for the TJPA's ability to be competitive. First and foremost, a strong local commitment and a strong financial commitment is required. It will be important for the TJPA to be specifically uh, defining all of its overall funding plan uh, for these opportunities. Second, the project should be fully environmentally cleared. And as you know, this hurdle has been cleared for the DTX, which will be a great benefit to the project. Third, project applications should be shovel-worthy. In addition to NEPA clearance, projects that show a higher level of readiness through analysis and mitigation plans for risk, like financial, legal, political, right-of-way, et cetera, will be relatively stronger. And finally, the project should meet the president's priorities of advancing equity, resiliency, and combating climate change. Projects that can better quantify and articulate equity benefits and demonstrate broad-based community support will have a competitive edge. As you can imagine, behind the scenes at DOT and modal administrations like the FTA and FRA, they are working at a feverish pace to try to make funding available as soon as possible. We expect that uh, DOT will be able to roll out notices of funding opportunities or NOFOs in a matter of months for existing programs like Chrissy and RAISE. However, it will take a little more time for DOT to develop criteria and guidance for the new programs like MEGA. Next slide, please. Switching gears now to the Build Back Better Act, I'd like to highlight some potential opportunities that have been advanced by the House. Should the infrastructure provisions in the House passed bill survive Senate negotiations, the TJPA may benefit from funding from high-speed rail, land acquisition to create urban parks, cybersecurity grants, and possibly some new provisions. But as I mentioned earlier, it's unclear when the Senate will produce their version of the reconciliation bill. And so for the moment, TJPA's time and resources and political leverage should be spent focusing on opportunities in the bipartisan infrastructure law. Next slide, please. While most of the oxygen in D.C. has been taken up by the bipartisan infrastructure law, there, may still, there are still many existing opportunities for the TJPA to pursue, and we're excited that two funding opportunities have moved forward. First and foremost is the CRISI application that Acting Executive Director Gonzalez mentioned. Scope of the DTX project is $10 million, of which TJPA is providing a very competitive 52% local match. This application secured 37 letters of support from the likes of the California Department of Transportation, California high speed rail, elected officials and unions, and we are currently working with TJPA's congressional delegation to request that they weigh in directly with DOT on behalf of this request. As well, after many years of preparing to enter FTA CIG pipeline, we are thrilled that the FTA made the great announcement earlier this week. So congratulations to you and your team. Next slide. On behalf of Keith, Richard, and myself, thank you for the opportunity to speak with you today. We'd be happy to answer your questions. And just a note for Director Shaw: I am also a transit rider and happy to be here. Thank you.
2: Julie thank you for a great report there is um mega stuff going on so um that's a lot of stuff in this in a few slides and thank you for your advocacy and your team's advocacy on behalf of DTX um directors do you have any questions for Julie I do please go ahead I I
7: actually have two one was just a note on your first slide and I'm glad you're a transit rider um was that um you didn't you mentioned transit in there but you it doesn't it isn't listed on the slide is there a reason is it just left off it says waterways roads and bridges doesn't say anything about transit on
10: there oh it should you know what that's an oversight then it it should have had transportation in there it's in my notes just, but not the slide
7: <laughs> yeah just thought i'd mention that but my real question is really around this whole the whole issue with the federal dollars being hum, hung up because of our pepper stuff so my My question to you is what are your thoughts on that? What do you think is going to happen? And do you have any insight into whether we really will be able to get any of this funding going within the next few
8: months?
10: Yeah, it is a great question. And I can tell you from where I sit out here in Washington, DC, we are seeing coordinated efforts to really try to come together and resolve that issue once and for all, it seems to be something that we find pops up every four to five years. And in this particular case, very early on, we saw immediate action from both senators, Feinstein and Padilla, weighing in directly with the Department of Labor. So I expect that more advocacy will be involved in that, but certainly we've got the right people weighing in on behalf of um, transit agencies.
7: Do you have any time ideas? I mean, I I hate to ask that. I know it's a a crop shoot, so to speak, but
10: yeah I right now my crystal ball is a little murky on this one but you can certainly understand that um, with the passage of this historic infrastructure package uh, this is not something that we want the the largest state in the fifth economy in the country to be held up on
8: yeah
7: thank you
2: thank you director shaw other questions from directors at this moment not seeing any, but because there is so much going on, Julie, you look forward to regular reports about what's going on, whether it be, you know, the status of PEPRA, the NOFOs, the criteria, if it shifts and changes, I mean, there is just a lot going on. So um, having you report regularly is going to be really important. So thank you. Mr. Secretary or or Neely, should we just keep going with the next report?
8: looks
9: like director Forbes.
2: Oh, I'm sorry, director Forbes, my apologies.
9: Thank you, Chair G. I just wanted to um, encourage as you've just requested continued um, updates because there is so, so much going on and really it's generational opportunities for investment here. Uh, so critically important. We had good news uh, from Nila in her report today and I think we should stay in the game so to speak as we've always done and continue to get reports. So thank you.
2: Thank you, director Forbes.
5: All right. Uh, shall we go ahead and uh, have John Updike present the facility operations uh, update?
11: Thank you, Neela. Chair G, directors, good morning. Let's roll right into it, Jason. So since we last met, we have not had a lot of corporate events. That's not unusual. It was always a little decline during the Thanksgiving uh, couple of weeks, either end of that. We do have a number of corporate holiday mixtures that we'll be hosting in the park uh, over the next uh, 10 days or so. And lots of interest in spring of 2022 and summer, particularly from those who would normally host indoor galas, are looking at being very creative and in an abundance of caution, establishing a footprint for outdoor venues for those same galas. So we may host some really creative, interesting events. And I am thrilled that you are in the good hands of Jen Norris to make sure those happen without incident in 2022. We have seen park attendance continue uh, on the upswing Generally speaking, if the weather is decent, over 200 in the park at any one time. So we're getting close to where we were prior to the pandemic. And again, it's a bit of a different mix, right? We don't have the office return yet, but we are seeing a great number of residents, and families from the neighborhood, which is wonderful to see. On the wayfinding front, I would be remiss without noting uh, our current uh, efforts in that regard. Uh, On the right, lower right, you see one of five different uh, transit information displays that we've been working with through our wayfinding working group led by Lily, And that group has produced uh, some graphs that we are all adjusting. Uh, The last thing I think we'll do is add QR codes to each of them to facilitate mobile users. Uh, There's a lot of information in each of these maps. This is probably the the, uh, least dense map that you'll see and they range from the regional look down to the micro walking district maps that'll be placed throughout the center. So we're looking forward to seeing that happen very shortly. Next slide. As Dila mentioned, we had a lot of fun on November 30th. Phil's uh, graciously uh, offered uh, free hot cocoa Uh, and so it was great to see them build a little brand awareness of their location here. 400 cups of free cocoa were given away. That's a terrific sign, right? But we only had less than 300 people so there were some who were taking more cocoa than they should have. I won't name names. On to Winterfest. Uh, So we've got quite a lineup for December 17th through the 19th. We've got lunchtime music, we've got swing bands, we've got silent disco with multiple DJs, including holiday tracks. We have partnerships with the Children's Creativity Museum, the Museum of Craft and Design, SF City Chorus. So you can see that working with our partners at Lincoln, at BRV, uh, and our team here, we put together a, a great three days of fun and festivity here at the park, and that will culminate in a double feature movie night on Sunday, the 19th. I was asked to give a bit of an update just to give you context rolling into 2022 is where we are locally, economically. Uh, So what I have done is with my wonderful colleagues back at the City and County of San Francisco, for those of you uh, at the city, some of this, you may have seen these graphs already. Uh, But uh, thanks to uh, Dr. Ted Egan and uh, uh, his ABLE senior economist Seem for the information here. Uh, They have quite a bit of information through the controller's office and we just want to show a couple of graphs for you just to give you a sense of trends and where we are today. So the first one is weekly office attendance. Obviously this is really important one that we track very carefully to see that return to office so crucial to our future retailers as to uh, when to time that opening. You see San Francisco's glide path in red on this path. You see it's a positive trend. The downside of this graph is we are still the slowest returning to work uh, major metro in the US. I did check this week's Collier's Turnstile report that was just issued yesterday. It did show a further update, we're at 28%. Pure City average is at 41%. So we're lagging, but the trend is positive. So that's your takeaway on this slide. Wanted to look at the unemployment rate. Again, good trends here. We're now under four percent. That's terrific news. Pre-pandemic, we were just over two percent, so a little ways to go to get back to that level. But under four is a pretty darn good uh, uh, status for that. Hotel occupancy. So next slide. And here you can see a very slow recovery. Uh, This is a bit troubling because obviously this is tied also to the visitors, to that uh, lunchtime traffic issue that's so crucial to our restaurants. So very slow recovery. Let's take a look at the next slide for comparison purposes. So how are we doing as compared to the rest of the country? San Francisco, again, is in the red. And unfortunately, lagging in its return, this is a look at RevPAR or Revenue Per route, uh, through October. Uh, so you can see that some cities uh, such as Phoenix are actually over their pre-pandemic numbers uh, in revenue per route. So not only fully recovered, but improved since the pandemic. We're getting there, but we're still kind of hovering at that 40% level. Next slide. Another question we are asked is, is an international and national visitor number going to move? Again, trend, fantastic. San Francisco shown in red here, you can see the upswing. We're almost to 60% of employments from 2019. So we're almost there, but again, lagging the rest of the country. Next slide is convention bookings. This looks very encouraging. Uh, And this, of course, is also very important. The more activity we see at Bosconi, just a few blocks away, uh, the better it is for our restaurants and retailers here to capture some of that business. Uh, When you look at the numbers of bookings, the numbers are actually uh, going to approach and perhaps exceed 2019 numbers. However, the size of the events is getting a bit smaller. So, got to look at it couple of different aspects of that. And lastly, a transit related slide, and that's BART. And I think this is also very encouraging to see this trend for BART exits here in the downtown from the Barcadero through Civic Center. Uh, very good trend analysis. But again, we're at 23% of uh, pandemic numbers. So on the upswing, direction is good, a ways to go. Now back to the usual stuff. Retail leasing, nothing new to report here. We have six suites that are available. All yours is out hustling hard for us in, in a challenging environment here in downtown. Uh, all others are leased, and they're either in design or in construction. So as Neela mentioned, we're at 92% leased, just 8% available. Ten improvement updates. Here it's all good news. We have a shot on the right uh, and uh, lower sections of the progressive dis- uh, construction at Tycoon Kitchen. Uh, their hood is installed. A milestone is very important to any restaurateur. So this is looking really good. They're excited about opening up in Q1 2022. Our base building work for the kitchen exhaust system, uh, also nearing punch list status during the last weeks of December and first week of January. That's always a good sign, so we'll be wrapping that up shortly and then uh, pivoting over to the control system. You can imagine the complexity of that system. Johnson Controls is our subcontractor on that work. That's coming along well. We've got a good uh, path forward with them and we'll be commissioning that system in Q1 so that we can turn over spaces to these tenants and you can see where we already have tenant improvements uh, operating. I wanna note, Venga at Panyanas has agreed to do a pop-up during the Winterfest. So we invited all of our retailers to join us if they can, if they have that capacity, even though they may not be open here, they have other locations that would allow them to open here and again, build some brand awareness. So we're happy to see Venga join us in December. As to key space dates on the next slide, no changes here. Q1 2022, this is our expected uh, openings, and Q2, further openings. I am clearly going to have to fly back here to see some of those. Lastly, here's a picture of what's going on in the center. You can see lots of activity, lots of contractors doing their thing. I don't anticipate much of a change in this for the next few weeks. Um, There will be a pretty quiet period during the holidays. That last week of December is pretty traditionally not a very active construction week. And then you'll start to see some changes come January. So Jen will deliver that good news to you. That concludes my report.
2: John, thank you for your report. Directors, do you have any questions for John or, John, this is also, I think, your last report. Um, Any words from our directors? Again, please go ahead. I'm not quite seeing hands raised (laughs) and I'm not seeing everyone's video at the same time. So director Shaw, looks like you're ready.
7: I'm ready. Thank you. I just I do want to say it's been a pleasure working with you. I, I think you've done a great job. You know, I'm new to this organization. So I haven't, you know, but any interaction I've had with you has been very professional. And, and we're really going to miss you. So thank you.
2: Thank you, Director Shaw. Director Forbes.
9: John, I've known you for a long, long time uh, in my city hat, and um, you're an expert at real estate. You're a terrific negotiator. You're a great public servant. You're ethical, um, smart as a whip, and have done so much for the TJPA and these and getting tenants in, keeping tenants in, uh, really helping us uh, figure out our balance sheet with the with the transit center. And I've been impressed with you for decades uh, in our in our uh, path cross for city service. And I thank you so much for your service at the TJPA and wish you a very happy retirement.
2: Thank you, Director Forbes. Anybody else would like to offer any thoughts or comments?
0: Um, I will chime in. Uh, let me just second everything the previous directors have already said. Um, I've also never seen somebody able to add retail tenants During a pandemic, when ridership at this facility dropped nearly to zero. So amazing. And also, John, thank you so much for your attention to wayfinding.
2: Thank you, Director Tumlin. Anyone else? Director John Baptiste, please.
3: Yeah, thank you, Georgie. I'll just add I mean, similar to Elaine, John, I've known you for a long time now um, and it has been such a pleasure being able to work with you in different capacities over the years and in particular you know I arrived into this um directorship you know not certain what the state of affairs was with the TJPA and certainly imagining that things were a bit of a struggle for the facility and to have your guidance and stewardship and leadership on this has just been incredibly assuring um and has put us in, in a really terrific position to share uh, Director Tumlin's point. It's been extraordinary to see what you've been able to accomplish under incredibly trying circumstances. So just deep appreciation for all that you've done for us. Thank you.
2: Thank you, Director John and <clears throat> Director Lipkin, any any thoughts?
12: Just a couple additions. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, certainly want to echo what everyone else has said, and I guess just add a little something else to it. Uh, you know, I think San Francisco, one of its, sort of hallmarks to the world are some of its transportation uh, elements uh, that are w- known worldwide. And I sort of think about the Golden Gate Bridge and the cable cars as being some of those iconic pieces of San Francisco. And I really think the Transit Center can be the next one of those. And I think we have some work to do. Those have been around for a long time. We're, we're, still, we're a little bit brand new. But I think, John, you know, the, the, the work that you've done in helping to set up the foundation for this facility to be... Able to be even talked about in that sentence, I think, has been amazing over the last few years, and certainly, you know, you you have left big shoes for for uh, our, our, the team to fill. But, you know, I I think uh, you've done a great, great job of keeping a, getting us to this point, and so they want to say thank you for
2: your work. Thank you, Director Lipkin, Vice Chair Mandelman. Um.
4: Well, I, I just want to echo everyone's uh, thanks and appreciation for John Eptek. He's a little a little bit of a legend. Um, I, you know, I'm I'm relatively new to this board, and I haven't had a ton of opportunity to work with with him. But um, but I have but it is a name that I've heard um, that always garners uh, respect respect um, for many years now. So um, at any rate, thank thank you, John, and uh, and best wishes.
2: And um, thank you, Vice sure Chairman. We're grateful. <laughs> Any, um, John, thank you. Doesn't seem to be enough as Director Tumlin shared. It's remarkable that you were able to add tenants during a pandemic and a public health emergency, um, given the slides you just shared with us previously. So um, I'm gonna hold you to it, that you're gonna have to come and visit next year when we're back open. And as Director Lipkin suggested, San Francisco and TJPA has the opportunity to create a new destination in the city for people from around the world to come visit and part of the foundation you put in place over the last two years to get tenants here to keep us moving forward. And Jan, I look forward to your legacy of working with performing arts to really activate the park and really highlight our artists um, in the park as the weather allows. And so, John, thank you very much for your service and your commitment and dedication to San Francisco and TJPA and look forward to seeing you visit and best wishes on your next chapter.
11: Thank you very much, all of you for your kind words.
2: Neela, does that complete our reports, so or do we have a financials?
5: You, you also have the quarterly financial reports in your packet. If you have any questions, Franklin Wong, uh, TJPA CFO, would be happy to respond to any. They are your routine uh, quarterly financial reports. Other than that, uh, that concludes my report.
8: Very
2: good. Thank you, Neela. Directors, any questions on the reports? Either the ED report, legislative, any more questions? Quarterly financials or facility? If not... Donald will go to public comment on the reports, if there's aren't any. And just for the public, a reminder, we will have a item 10, where we will be able to thank Neela for her service and her leadership. Thank you.
1: Moderator, please let in the first caller. Hello, caller, please state your name. Your two minutes begin now.
13: Good morning, directors. My name is Stephen Grover. I'm the CEO of BikeLink, the provider of the 100 secure on-demand electronic bike locker spaces installed in 2018 at the Salesforce Transit Center. Originally, BikeLink was procured as a full turnkey solution, including five years of maintenance and operations services. Unfortunately, the operations part got cut at the last minute. In 2020, we did get authorization on a one-time basis to do some maintenance. But to ensure that this public amenity remains viable for decades, regular maintenance, monitoring, and fast response enforcement of rules are essential. For example, just last week, our technicians cleaned out hundreds of FedEx envelopes that someone who managed to get through our vetting process had used to make a bed inside one of these lockers. We did that work, and we have done other similar work recently on these lockers at our own cost. We do understand the challenges of finding dollars for ongoing operational costs and are happy to work with you creatively. Um, Unfortunately, however, we cannot afford to continue to take on these costs ourselves. So we look forward to you hopefully directing staff to um, escalate this. Um, We've been trying to work for three years now and have been unsuccessful in resolving this. Thank you for your attention. Next caller.
1: Hello caller, please state your name. Your two minutes begin now.
14: Good morning, directors. Roland San Jose. I'd like to start with a couple of uh, housekeeping items and then a short comment about the executive director's report. Um, The first comment I'd like to make is that I'm always happy to um, provide my first and last name as a matter of courtesy However, any such request by staff is a direct violation of Government Code Section 54953.3. I will repeat 54953.3. Uh, my next comment is a, is a standing comment. Is I would really appreciate um, if staff could post the um, a link to the executive director's report um, on the agenda uh, for the record, and um, and I hope that the next execu- executive director uh, will comply um, you know right after right after of the gate of the February uh, meeting now the only comment I got with the executive and um, director's report is that I am personally extremely excited to learn that the DTX has now entered the engineer, engineering phase of the federal new task program on one condition is that we remember that the engineering has to focus on non-invasive tunneling in a dense urban concept, context. I will repeat, non-invasive tunneling in a dense urban context. Thank you. I believe that
1: concludes public comment. Uh, I will go ahead and call the next item directly if there are no more comments. Please proceed,
2: Donald. Directors, item
1: six is the CAC update and CAC Chair Derek Holt will address you on this item.
15: Good morning, directors. Our December CAC meeting went great. We appreciate the presence of uh, Director Shaw, Franklin Long, and other TJPA executives. We also uh, welcomed Jen Norris, the new Facilities Director, will be taking the place of John Updike. We appreciate her tremendous experience and her excitement and we know that she'll do a fantastic job. The CAC acknowledged the detailed legislative and regional report from Lily Magis-Wu regarding key items, including potential federal dollars from a number of programs that we're seeking for our projects, as well as local and regional ballot measures that will support our TJPA projects. We understand that there may be a future vote regarding a permanent TJPA executive director. And so there was sincere acknowledgement from the CAC members regarding the outstanding efforts and results of interim executive director extraordinaire, Nila Gonzalez. And we have really appreciated her stewardship, partnership and commitment and results. And we're glad that she'll still be involved as chief of staff. Since this is John Updike's last official report before he retires, there were accolades from the CAC to John as he prepares to step out of his TJPA role. And we've really, really appreciated the spirit, tenacity, experience, professionalism, and positive attitude that he's brought to the role. In these challenging times of COVID and quarantines and reduced pedestrian and transit traffic and reluctance from current and potential tenants, he's just done a super, super job. CAC members that attended the recent activities and holiday event at the Salesforce transit center had glowing comments regarding the execution, participation, and just how fun it's been. Noteworthy said CAC members, Andrew and Gloria, were the tremendous number of children that were present and having a ball at the TJPA holiday event. During the under ramp ramp park update, uh, there were questions and comments from CAC members like Howard Wong, Andrew Hunter and others regarding shade versus sunlight, the parks integration into the community and ensuring that there's not competition between the parks, uh, making sure that there are dog walking areas and just the overall need for uh, dog parks. There was discussion of what it might take to move the opening of the new park to an earlier date instead of five to six years from now and so we appreciated some of the uh the context that goes into that we also appreciate the detailed uh report and update from alfonso rodriguez it's clear that there are a lot of uh, moving parts and details to manage and we appreciate everything that uh, mr rodriguez shared with us and to wrap up my report future CAC requests included ridership numbers from transit agencies and projections for the coming year based on uh, everything that's going on currently. And John Abdyke, being as good as he always is, was able to recall from a past presentation earlier this year that the ridership numbers have been less than 20% of pre-COVID. And we appreciate, uh, in just closing, we appreciate it Mr. LeBron's, uh, the member of the public, for his consistent participation and deep, sincere concern for the well-being of the TJPA projects, and he also complimented Neela's stewardship of the TJPA and the CAC in journal and the opportunity for a public participation. This concludes my CAC report.
2: Chair Holt, thank you for your report. Directors, any questions for Chair Holt? Seeing none, Chair G. Thank you, Donald for this is Holt. Thank you for your report. Thank you to the CAC members best wishes on a great holiday season. And we look forward to your report and the new year. All right. Happy holidays. Happy holidays.
1: Uh, seeing no public comment at this time either. I will go ahead and call the next item up. Oh, the hand was raised at the last minute. Moderator. Hello, caller. Please state your name. The two minutes
0: begin now. Hi, this is Jim Patrick calling. Uh, sorry, I was a little ahead. I really want to address item number nine, public comment, but this doesn't relate to the uh, uh, advisory committee's report. Uh, number one, I'd like to, to uh, get the board of directors to think about their public comment process. I know it's set out in the Brown Act. I would like to see the executive director in their report respond to some of the public comments that were made the next meeting. Uh I've been appearing before this group for I'm gonna say ten or twelve years. I've really lost track. And I get a thank you, Mr. Patrick. Uh I never know whether it's effective or not effective and whether it just gets filed for inaction. So I believe uh I'd encourage the board of directors to adopt a policy about how to handle or manage public comment and how to give some sort of feedback. Thank you.
1: that concludes public comment for this item, I will proceed to call the next. Directors item seven is public comment, an opportunity for members of the public to address the authority on matters that are not on today's agenda, tap calendar, sorry. Seeing none at this time, I will proceed to call your next item. Directors, Your next item is the consent calendar. All matters listed are considered to be routine and will be acted upon by a single vote. There will be no separate discussion of these items unless a member of the board or public so requests in which the matter shall be removed from the consent calendar and considered separately. I have not received any indication that a member of the board or public wishes to have these items considered separately.
2: Very good, Donald. This is an item for action. Is there a motion and a second from directors? Um, motion
7: sorry, to approve.
2: Thank you, Director Shah. Is there a second? Second,
8: I'm Lipkin. Second.
2: I think I heard Director Lipkin just edge in there. So thank you, Director Lipkin. Donald, is there any public comment on the consent?
1: There is no public comment at this time for the consent calendar. If you could vote, please. Absolutely. Uh, Director Forbes?
9: Aye.
1: Forbes, aye. Director John Baptiste?
3: Aye.
1: John Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin? Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw? Aye. Shaw, aye. Director Tumlin? Aye. Tumlin, aye. Vice Chair Mandelman? Aye. Mandelman, aye. Chair G? Aye. G, aye. There are seven ayes item eight, the consent calendar is approved. Directors, item nine is appointing Adam Vanderwater to the position of executive director of the TJPA effective January 4, 2022. Authorizing the chair of the board of directors to execute an employment agreement with Mr. Vanderwater and approving an amendment to the pay schedule. And Neela Gonzalez, TJPA Interim Executive Director, will introduce this item and Chair G will present.
5: Thank you. Uh, thank you, Donald. Uh, I'm pleased to introduce this item, uh, the appointment of TJPA's Permanent Executive Director Adam Vandwater. Uh, following extensive outreach and a nationwide search, Adam was chosen out of qualified candidates uh, who applied for the, um, for the position. He brings a wealth of experience delivering uh, large-scale projects in the uh, Bay Area. Uh, Adam worked on the city and county of San Francisco's rail alignment and benefits study to develop the city's rail yard plan. Uh, He led the entitlement process for the expansion of the $500 million Moscone um, uh, Convention Center, uh, the relocation of the Golden State Warriors to the $1 billion Chase Center in Mission Bay, and the completion of the 27-acre Mission Rock uh, Project with the San Francisco Giants in the Port of San Francisco. He uh, assisted in the creation of San Francisco's first 10-year capital plan, paving uh, the way for uh, over 3 billion uh, of San Francisco's, um, uh, 3 billion worth of uh, a general obligation bond funded improvements to San Francisco General Hospital and the city's open space and emergency service network. Adam comes to the TJPA after serving as the director of innovation and economic development at the city of Livermore, where he worked with two national labs redesigned outdoor space that brought over 6 million in economic impact uh, and established the Wine Heritage District while growing Livermore's biotechnology program and uh, advancing manufacturing sectors through an innovation-driven economic development strategic plan. He brings a collaborative style and commitment to sustainable uh, connectivity, which will be instrumental to his work at the TJPA. I look forward to working collaboratively with Adam to execute the trans program. Uh, With that, I believe we have counsel for a brief announcement before Chair G presents.
2: Thank you, Neela. Yes, we will turn to general counsel next.
16: Good morning, directors. You have in your packet your staff report with a detailed description of the item as well as the proposed employment agreement in front of you. But I want to let you know that government code section 54953C3 specifies that prior to taking final action, the legislative body shall orally report a summary of a recommendation for a final action on the salary, salary schedules or compensation paid in the form of fringe benefits of a local agency executive during the open meeting in which the final action is to be taken. Therefore, in accordance with this requirement, we're making the following oral report on behalf of the TJPA board summarizing the recommendation on the salary and compensation for the recommended TJPA executive director. In particular, the annual salary is $328,640, which is reflected as $158 per hour on the TJPA pay schedule. There is an annual cost of living adjustment to that salary, the first of which would be effective December 1, 2022. There is a monthly transit allowance in an amount equivalent to the cost of a monthly AC transit transbay pass, because as you will hear, uh, Adam Vanderwater is also a transit rider. (laughs) Uh, There is severance equal to three months salary if the TJPA board exercises its discretion to terminate the employment agreement for its convenience prior to the conclusion of the five-year term and on other conditions as specified in the employment agreement and finally the executive director is entitled to all standard benefits offered to all full-time employees of the agency including retirement benefits and medical benefits which annual value equates to approximately 35 percent of an employee's salary and that concludes the oral report required by that law.
2: Thank you very much for your oral report um really appreciate it directors this is an item for action I'm going to just sort of let you know the of the next several steps I will have some comments I think we'll take public comment then I'll look for a motion in a second and director comments and then we'll take the vote
0: am
2: am, am I doing okay council um I'm going to be sort of less formal than the oral report and the introduction of the item Um, I feel like I'm the color play-by-play commentator all of a sudden (laughs) um you know, directors, the TJPA is a very unusual joint powers authority. We come from different agencies, not all in San Francisco. And typically, a, a joint powers authority has a singular mission and purpose. But as you have heard our reports and our meetings, we actually have two very clear and distinct purposes one is to manage, operate, and maintain the Salesforce Transit Center, a $2 billion real estate asset here in San Francisco that is becoming a destination. The other major um, focus is to deliver the the projects listed under the rail yards MOU with the first project being DTX, another multi-billion dollar capital project. The skill sets for both of those are not necessarily the same skill sets. And we saw that during the recruitment process, we saw people that candidates had a strong capital project delivery experience. We had some candidates that had steep transportation experience, and, and maybe a couple of candidates that had asset management and operations experience. We have our candidate before you today, Adam Vandewater, who has a multiple set of skills to be able to manage multiple assets, multiple tasks all at the same time and to lead a team. It took several months of outreach to get to this point, networking, and sometimes even persuasion by TJPA leadership, board members, and a recruiter to have candidates apply. But I'm pleased to formally present Adam Water as our next executive director. As you've heard, Adam is a veteran of San Francisco. He served 18 years in the mayor's office. He's familiar with TJPA and the Salesforce Transit Center coordinating land uses around DTX. And Neela presented a number of his major projects here in San Francisco. But this is not a San Francisco focused project, particularly DTX, it is a regional project. And that is something that I want to remind everybody that all of us need to support Adam going forward to really embrace the importance of DTX and the regional magnitude of what when it's completed, what it will do for Northern California and for the state of California. I'd like to thank the Ad Hoc Committee, Vice Chair Mandelman and Director Shaw for their time, effort and service. I'd like to thank Interim Executive Director Gonzalez and General Counsel Miller for their time and contributions to the selection process because this took longer than we thought it would, but we wanted to make sure we got it right. And I would like to thank the board for your vision and patience in seeking the right individual to be our next Executive Director. With that, I'd like to formally present for our board consideration, the appointment of Adam to the position of executive director of the Transbay joint powers authority. And before I ask the board for a motion and a second, I'd like to invite any public comment on this item. So, Mr. Secretary.
1: Absolutely. Moderator. Hello, caller. Please these dates are named and two minutes begin now.
14: Hello again, uh, directors, and nice warm welcome to um, uh, new executive director Brandon Walter. Um, I'm particularly excited with your petrie background, which I believe is going to be absolutely key as we move forward with this project. But with regards to repositioning the transit centre, I think our top priority has to be that the transit centre. It's no longer a terminus. It's no longer the end of the line. It is now the last stop before the next Bay crossing. Thank you.
2: That
1: concludes public comment.
2: Thank you, Donald. Directors, I'm gonna turn to you. This is an item for action, a motion and second, and then any comments you would like to, to share before we vote.
12: I'll move the item.
2: Director Lukin, thank you. Is there
8: no,
2: a second? Is second. That? Director John Baptiste, thank you. Then moved and seconded. Any director comments before we take the vote?
1: Vice Chair
4: Manamit and then Director Forbes. Yeah, um, uh, Chair G, I want to thank you for um, leading us through this process, um, and I am excited that Adam has um, has emerged and is uh, is willing to take on this project. Um, I do believe that he's the right person at, at the right time um, to be our executive director. I think it was uh, this was not an easy position to fill. Um, we met with and talked to lots of great candidates, but um, uh, I think that the you know. Adam, in particular, had the right combination of skills uh, and approach that I think is going to um, hold the agency in good stead going forward. And I look forward with him, I heard nothing but positive things from, about him from San Franciscans who are familiar with his prior work. And so I think this is a good, a good pick and
2: uh, welcome aboard. Thank you, Vice Chair Mandelman. Director Forbes?
9: Um, Adam I just wanted to welcome you Um, you are a perfect match for this position which as chair G said is no uh, easy uh, not easy shoes to fill. I have a lot of confidence in your uh, background and capacity on the project and I also have a lot of confidence that you will work with the team uh, to make the facility really a destination that of course is self supporting and I can't uh, say uh, enough about uh, how your background and skill set and um, values fit with this organization. So I'm going to be very happy uh, to uh, say I uh, when role is called.
2: Thank you, Director Forbes. Other directors, right. Ronald, I'm going to have to lean on you for assistance here. Yes, Director Tumlin and then Director Lipkin.
0: Several years ago, uh, Adam
2: uh, talked me
0: somehow into taking on the job as the first. Director of the Oakland Department of Transportation, um, a job with a tremendous amount of complexity. So, Adam, um, I'm happy to repay this favor uh, and glad to see you taking on a job that not only requires um, intense attention to detail and delivery, um, but also systems thinking and political thinking and strong messaging in order to deliver a visionary program. Glad to have you on board.
2: Thank you, Director Tumlin. Director I, Lepton, I, I believe was next. Yeah, yes. I think I
12: think I had the next one. Uh, and I, you know, I just want to say, I, uh, you know, Adam, uh, we we crossed paths briefly when I was starting in this role and I think you were just on your sort of on your way out in your previous one. So I enjoyed our relatively brief interactions then and I'm very much looking forward to having you in this role so we can uh, help uh, move this project forward and have a chance to work together some more. So definitely excited to have you on board and certainly echo some of the other comments that about your background being a a, a really good fit for what we needed at at
2: GJPA. Thank you, Director Lipkin. Director John Deptease, did I see you raise your hand?
3: You did indeed. Thank you, Chair G. Um, I just wanna also share my excitement for you joining in this capacity, Adam. It's been, um, I think similar to the other directors of just felt like your background and experience are such a good fit for what we need in this role and at this time. And of course I've had the pleasure of working with you in various capacities over the years. And one of the things that's always really stood out to me is how thoughtful you are in engaging others and really bringing out other people's perspectives while at the same time, staying very clear about the goal that we are collectively trying to achieve. And I think that's just gonna serve you so well. So, warm welcome.
2: Thank you, Director John Baptiste and Director Shaw. Yeah,
7: I think I'm the lone one here who hasn't really met you yet other than online so I do look forward to meeting you in person getting to know you and getting to know all the things that people have just said about you so welcome aboard to the team.
2: And Director Shaw if I recall correctly he's going to have an AC Transit Transbay pass so you guys can have a conversation on the bus in San Francisco. We'll get some good
7: customer feedback.
2: With that, um, we have a motion and a second, unless there's any other questions or comments. Mr. Secretary, could you take the vote? Absolutely. Director Forbes.
9: Aye.
1: Forbes, aye. Director John Baptiste. Aye. John Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw.
7: Aye.
1: Shaw, aye. Director Tumlin. Aye. Tomlin, I. Vice Chair Mandelman?
14: Aye.
1: Mandelman, I. Chair G? Yes. G, I. There are seven ayes, and
2: item nine is approved. Congratulations and welcome, Adam. Congratulations, Executive Director Van De Water. Welcome to the TJTA family. Would you like to take a few minutes to say a few words?
17: I would thank you, uh, Chair G, Vice Chair Mandelman, uh, Directors Forbes, Lipkin, John Baptiste, Shaw Tumlin, and in absentia, El Tawansi. Uh, I'm incredibly honored and excited to join the TJPA family. And I'm thankful for your confidence in me and the entire TJPA team and in the truly visionary program uh, for San Francisco, the Bay Area and the state of California. Uh, I, I I want to thank uh, Neela Gonzalez for her leadership over the last 16 months and her involvement for much longer than that, uh, as well as uh, previous director Zabania Yerdi for delivering the spectacular Salesforce Transit Center during the first phase of this project and preparing the organization for its exciting moment now uh, to be approved as part of the federal DTX process and uh, beginning its path to becoming uh, the Grand Central Terminal of the West um, As has been described, I spent 17 years commuting uh, into San Francisco, uh, working on uh, infrastructure, finance, and complex public-private partnerships, uh, some of them with many of you, uh, before spending some time on the executive team uh, as the Director of Innovation and Economic Development at the City of Livermore. Over the course of this work, I adapted uh, uh, my uh, collaborative style to delivering billions of dollars of sustainably connected new infrastructure in the neighborhood of the Transbay Terminal um, from Chase Center to, uh, and Mission Rock to the south and uh, the expansion of Moscone Convention Center uh, just nearby. So in the process, I to know downtown San Francisco well and now looking forward to returning there to build the momentum to help keep the neighborhood help the neighborhood recover from the devastating years of uh, sheltering in place, as well as completing the necessary work for the downtown extension um, and start construction, uh, fingers crossed, in the next uh, several years. This is clearly an exciting, if challenging time uh, for the project. Um, but bringing rail into the transit center alongside the nine current Bay Area transit operators uh, will connect this financial district, this architect- architectural gem, and the entire region and state of California and help ensure that the Bay Area remains the financial, sustainable, resilient, connective, and equitable envy of the world. So I'm really honored to be a part of that project. I look forward to rolling up my sleeves and working with each of you as we build on that progress uh, and deliver on the extraordinary promise of the program. Um, I have done a few projects uh, in in the neighborhood and and they never go quite in a straight line like a train uh, might like to. Uh, So I'm fully aware that delivering this infrastructure will be anything but linear. And I look forward to working with the board, the TJPA staff, our partner agencies and the entire community there uh, to navigate the twists and turns on the challenging road ahead. Um, and and looking forward to being part of the TJPA family. So thank you again for your confidence and uh, look forward to getting started in the new year.
2: Thank you, Adam. We look forward to working with you and delivering many things in the the future and rest up January 4th isn't too far away. (laughs) But enjoy the holidays in between. So welcome on board. Welcome to our family. Thank you. Thank you. Mr.
1: Secretary, should we continue? Yes, sir. Directors, Item 10 is approving a resolution of appreciation for Interim Executive Director Neela Gonzalez. And at this time, I will hand it over to Chair G. Thank you, Mr. Secretary.
2: This is a very special moment. And and Neela, um, I'd like to believe that when you opened up your last executive director's report, the excitement was about DTX entering the new starts program, not that this was going to be your last report. Um, <clears throat> you have been a tremendous bedrock of foundation for TJPA. Directors what I'd like to do is just kind of outline the next several kind of chapters of this item. Um, I'll make a few comments. I'd like to invite the board to make a few comments, the public to share any thoughts and comments, and then we'll do a motion and second on the resolution. And and there's a couple other things that we'll be doing. So with that, I'm gonna continue. Um, Neela, when you assumed the role of interim executive director, we were learning some new words. Um, COVID had just come on the scene and we were just learning COVID and now we have to learn parts of the Greek alphabet. Parts of our language now include, can you hear me? Can you see my screen? And unfortunately we still do that today. (laughs) Um, It's hard to believe that over the last year and a half, we have not been in city hall. We also added in addition, some new language because of the MOU, uh, new acronyms. And we have a tendency to speak in a foreign language, IPMT, ESC, and other languages that we had to to kind of learn. And with DTX, there's an ambitious work plan put together so that we could enter the New Starts program or at least apply for it this year. And we did. We did it. To accelerate bringing Caltrain to the Salesforce Center as soon as possible in the most cost-effective and efficient way. Not only that was going on, there were changes in staffing. Uh, retirements, staff take on new opportunities, needed a new CFO, a new DTX director, and other new family members as you alluded to. And, And the new family members have just made our organization better. Through your steady leadership, passion for the organization, belief in purpose and mission, you put together a new TJPA team and momentum is building for DTX. As I mentioned earlier, the Salesforce Center is becoming a destination in San Francisco and the DTX program is moving forward. On a personal note, I've worked with you for the past year and a half. And as you mentioned in your executive director report, it's a team effort. I understand that. Yes, there's a team. There's no question about that. And with the board's approval of Adam, the team got bigger and better and is in an even better position for success. However, you were the one at the helm with your hands on the steering wheel. You were the leader for the past year and a half, and you were the one keeping our TJPA team and family together. Your principles, values, and sense of purpose kept us on the path. I wanna say thank you. I am truly grateful and appreciative for you and for your leadership. And I don't know what else to say because thank you doesn't seem to be enough, but thank you very much for all you've done and will continue to do for TJPA and our TJPA family. So with that, um, I'd like to invite directors to share any thoughts that you may want to with Neela as she hands over the leadership of TJPA to Adam. I don't Need your help with this, uh, Director Forbes has her hand raised.
9: Chair G, you said it so well, so I'm I'm not going to repeat what Chair G has said already, Mila. But you, I do want to say that you are so committed to the TJPA, and it's very very clear. Uh, when I became a director, you were the person that onboarded me. Um, you gave me a great orientation and you clearly understand all the aspects of the organization and that you stepped up into a leadership role at a hard time and absolutely succeeded beyond expectations is so notable. You are an amazing leader and the TJPA will benefit from your leadership as you continue to flourish in the organization and join hands with Adam Vanderwater uh, to get our project done. Um, I have so much faith in you and it was great that the board was able to really see you shine and work with you directly during this time. And I hope you find it a growth experience. Um, I was was an acting director once upon a time and I know what that feels like. Um, And you you knew how to jump into the deep end and swim. so congratulations to you and, and thank you so much for your service.
2: Thank you, Director Forbes. Dr. John Baptiste.
3: Uh, thank you. And Neela, you know, similarly, I have just had, it's been really such an unanticipated pleasure to get to know you and work with you. Just walking in to uh, service on this board, I didn't know what to anticipate and You know, in my experience in the public sector, to be a successful leader, you need a particular combination of a practical outlook, a lot of stamina, and also an incredibly aspirational vision. And that is what I found in you immediately, you know, similar to Director Forbes, you were the person who onboarded me. And I've been so impressed with the way that you have led this organization not just in a period of time of transition for yourself, but also for the entire world around us. It's just been extraordinary. And um, I'm I'm glad that you're getting a chance to hear some appreciation because I'm sure that there's been plenty of times where it felt very, very challenging and, and maybe a little bit even alone. So just really, really appreciate you and all that you have done for us as an organization and for the region as a whole. So thank you.
2: Thank you, Director John Baptiste. Director and then Vice
12: Chair Sorry, Vice Chair. I think I just beat you to the punch there. Um, I, I just, you know, I think uh, obviously I'm grateful, Neela, for uh, the last, you know, 16 months that you've led the organization. But I think almost, you know, more importantly, and sort of part of what makes you somewhat irreplaceable is the institutional knowledge that you bring. You know, these organizations evolve a lot over time, and you've you have been the institutional knowledge for TJPA you know, almost since the very beginning. And I think there's an immense value in that. And I'm uh, actually more grateful that you are uh, staying on as chief of staff to help Adam as he starts, because, you know, I, I, having come into roles where you're kind of looking around and saying, hey, what happened here before and uh, wondering what took place, uh, having that knowledge available is, is so huge. And um, you know, of course, I'm, I'm grateful for all you've done during the pandemic and, and stepping into this leadership role, but I, I also uh, would be remiss if I didn't say thank you for the past service and also that you're staying on to, to continue to move the, pro- the, the program and the agency forward. So, um, yeah, just uh, very grateful for, for your service here.
4: Vice Chair followed by Director Tumlin. Um, I think my my colleagues have said uh, most of the things that could be said, Neela. But I just wanted to pile on and um, and add my uh, profound thanks and also to just I mean what a year and a half to be um, leading this organization. Um, it you know is a we hope once in a lifetime um, calamity and um, and you got us through and not just got us through but got us through and helped uh, build the team that's going to carry us forward. So. Um, Thank you for all of your work through a incredibly difficult time, and um, I look forward to continuing to work with you going forward. Thanks, Nila.
2: Thank you, Vice Chair Mandelman. Thank you, Director Lipkin.
0: Dr. Dr. Um, So, you
2: Neela, know, others have spoken
0: to your vision and your leadership and your communication skills and many other qualities, and I just want to add your sheer competence. Um, This job is really complicated, and our job as members of the board of directors is also complicated. And throughout, I have always felt exceedingly well-prepared for the decisions that we have to make. Um, You have been transparent about things that have gone wrong. You have explained the complexity of our financial situation, including our weaknesses financially, as well as our strengths. Um, you have led a strong team and, very importantly, found a great successor. Um, uh, it has been an utter pleasure serving you um, as a member of your board of directors. Um, there are a few public servants that prepare their team as well.
2: Thank you, Director Temlin. Dr. Shaw.
7: Yeah, and I'd like to echo that. I won't repeat everything because what everyone has said is right on. But, I, you know, I've just gotten to know you over the last year. And it and it was great to learn from you. You you were so helpful and everything. But I'm excited that you're staying on as well. And excited that you get to get that balance back. Because I don't think you've had that life balance for the last 18 months. So I'm excited to see even what more you can do when you have that balance back. <laughs> And have somebody working with you like Adam, and together, I think you guys are going to make a very powerful team. So, thank you.
2: Thank you, Director Shaw. Um, Donald, did we catch all the directors?
1: I didn't see any of the hands raised, but if Director, if you feel free to compliment,
2: just to say a few words, just go ahead and speak up. I, I, I think we caught everybody. If WE DID, I'D LIKE TO BEFORE WE OPEN UP FOR PUBLIC COMMENT ASK OUR GENERAL COUNSEL IF SHE WOULD LIKE TO OFFER ANY COMMENT BECAUSE GENERAL COUNSEL IS OFTEN THE RIGHT HAND OR quiet RIGHT HAND PERSON OF THE EXECUTIVE DIRECTOR. Um, SO, DEBORAH, WOULD YOU LIKE TO SAY ANYTHING?
8: WELL,
16: THANK YOU FOR THAT OPPORTUNITY, uh, CHAIR G. I HAVE WORKED WITH NILA FOR THE LAST um, ALMOST 17 YEARS FOR THE TJPA and. Um, when the prior executive director left, I had a little heart palpitation. uh, Because I do consider the Transbay program to be an essential part of um, my work and my love for the Bay Area and my daughter's future. Uh, And so knowing um, that the board um, put the care and leadership of the agency in Nila's hands helped calm my fears and she of course has proven herself Uh, to be uh, continuing extremely committed to this program and its vision. Uh, So I'm I'm very thankful uh, to Neela for her willingness to step up and take on that role. And I sure look forward to supporting both um, Adam and Mila in the future.
2: Thank you, Deborah. I appreciate that. Donald, if there are any public commenters, will we go to that part of the, the presentation?
1: Yes, sir moderator. Hello caller, please state your name. Your two minutes begin now.
14: Thank you, directors. um uh, Let me start by essentially echoing all your comments. My only comment is that I would like to let Neela know um, how much I look forward to the day when I will once again be able to walk up to her with a completed blue Speaker card instead of pressing star three on a cell phone. Thank you.
1: Uh, That concludes public comment. Uh, Is there a
2: first and a second for this item? Motion to approve. Thank you, Director Shaw. Is there a second?
3: Second, John Baptiste.
2: Thank you, Director John-Baptiste. Mr. Secretary, if you could take the, the vote, please. Absolutely. Director Forbes.
3: Aye.
1: Forbes, aye. Director John-Baptiste.
3: Aye.
1: John-Baptiste, aye. Director Lipkin. Aye. Lipkin, aye. Director Shaw. Aye. Shaw, aye. Director Tumlin.
7: Aye.
1: Tumlin, aye. Vice Chair Mandelman. Aye. Mandelman, aye. Chair G. Aye.
2: G I, there are seven I's and item 10 is approved. We're not quite done yet, Neela. So um, I'm going to give you a moment here to just share any final words you, you'd like as you're finishing up your role as interim executive director. Well, I,
5: thank you. Thank you all so much. Um, I. Um, As I stated earlier, you know, it it has truly been my honor to serve as Interim Executive Director and having um, dedicated a good majority of my career to the TJPA uh, and helping deliver what what I believe is San Francisco and the Bay Area's newest iconic landmark. Um, It's been quite the dream come true for uh, a San Francisco native such as myself um, that grew up riding transit depending on transit and uh, and I still do. Uh, So it's, um, the, the, you know, the commitment, I'm, I'm, I'm so grateful that um, I don't seem overbearing and it's looked at it as commitment <laughs> um, because I, I am truly passionate about the the, the vision of the program um, and I'm so glad that Adam's going to come on board uh, and help us uh, complete the trans program. program. Um, I, um, I, I'm going to take a moment too to wish my son a happy 25th birthday uh, and thank my family uh, for their support and understanding as I've held down both roles, because uh, it's been uh, many long uh, days, nights, weekends, holidays, even sometimes, uh, where they didn't fully quite have me. And um, um, so I look forward to spending more time with them, um, but also continuing our work together uh, to complete the Trans program in my role as chief of staff. Um, and I, I, I couldn't be um, more honored to uh, have served in this role. and. Uh, with with great support and leadership of the board um, it, it's just it, it's it's truly uh, been a, a gift uh,
8: so thank you
2: thank you Neela. and speaking of gifts if I've we've coordinated this correctly we have a gift for you an appreciation for your service and for leading Tjpa for the last year and a half and so um how much I,
5: I'm gonna have to report it? No,
2: I'm can't No. Okay. <laughs> I don't know um, if staff is gonna be able to bring it over to you in the office or not, but we have a nice arrangement of flowers for you to just say thank you and to cheer up the holiday table in the
5: office. come on in, Herschel, and, and <laughs> come on over, and, and so everyone can see these wonderful. Well, well, there goes the virtual. There they are. <laughs> thank you. They are beautiful and some of my favorite colors. Thank you, Herschel, and thank you, team and board. Um, It's much appreciated. Thank
2: you very much. Herschel, thank you for the assist. So it's hard to do this virtually.
18: (laughs) Yeah, pretty good, pretty good folks. All
2: right, thank you very much. Thank you, directors, and thank you, public. Uh, Mr. Secretary, I think we still have some agenda left to get through, so.
1: That is correct. I will go ahead and call your next item. Directors, item 11 is a presentation of the audited annual financial report for the fiscal year ended June 2021 and Franklin Wan, TJPA chief financial officer will introduce this item and David Alvey of Mays and Associates will present.
19: Um, Good morning board members. Um, This item is to present the audited annual financial report of TJPA for the fiscal year ended June 30th, uh, 2021. Uh, TJPA is required to publish a complete set of audited financial statements within six months uh, of the close of each fiscal year. This is the 18th set of the financial statements since TJPA's inception. As Nita uh, mentioned earlier, I'm delighted to report that the independent audit provided by Mason Associates uh, issues an unmodified opinion with no material misstatement uh, internal control deficiencies and, of course, no ma- management improvement recommendations. Uh, now, without further ado, I would like to introduce Mr. David Alvey, uh, partner of Mason Associates, to provide some remarks about the uh, audit. Uh, Mr. Alvey. Good morning,
20: Chair G and members of the board. Uh, my name is David Alvey and I'm the CPA and the audit partner in charge of uh, the, the uh, Transpay JPA's audit and we have for you today the audit financial report for the year ending June 30, 2021 for your your review. Um, As Franklin mentioned, um, on page one of this report is the audit opinion, and that's uh, my firm's audit opinion, and it is an unmodified audit opinion, and that's the highest level of assurance that a CPA firm can give an entity. So congratulations, you passed your audit. Just a couple really quick financial highlights. Um, your assets and deferred outflows exceeded your liabilities and your deferred inflows, resulting in a net position of uh, a little bit over $2 billion. Your total assets decreased by $178 million, and that's mostly to do with current year depreciation. And that's also why your net position decreased by $119 because depreciation was about $122 million. Um, Other than that, there was no new government accounting standard board pronouncements that affected the financial statements. Um, Along with the financial report, we also issue what's called a memorandum on internal controls. That's also known as a management letter. And I'm pleased to say, we have no items to bring to your attention. Um, Those are categorized as material weaknesses, significant deficiencies and other matters, and we have nothing to bring to your attention. Uh, the rest of that report is required communication that, as an auditor, I need to relay to you. That we had no disagreements with management. We don't think management was trying to limit the scope of the audit or direct us in a certain way. Um, we didn't have any issues with management's uh, accounting estimates, mostly for fair market value adjustment or depreciation useful life. So no issues with um, that, and we proposed no uh, ma- ma- no material adjustments that we need to bring to your attention. And with that, I'd just like to thank uh, Hakeem, uh Davina, and Franklin for all their, their help and open up to any questions this board might have
2: on the financial report. Thank you. David and Franklin, thank you for the presentation. Uh, this is an information item only for the board. So directors, do you have any questions of um, our CFO and of our auditor? Seeing, seeing none, Chair G. Thank you. Mr. Secretary, is there any public comment on this item? Uh, none as well. All right. Franklin and David, thank you very much for your presentation today and uh, all the good work and thank you to our entire finance team and accounting team. Appreciate it. Our next item, Mr. Secretary. Yes, director of item 12 is the San Francisco Minnesota Rail program
1: executive steering committee update and Michelle Bouchard, acting executive director of Caltrain and ESC chair will present this item.
18: Chair, g directors good morning um, I, uh, I will provide a very Chair brief report
1: your your volume just seems a little bit low
18: all right i'll speak up okay so i will provide a very brief report today um, but uh, you know i would be remiss if if uh, if i did still
1: still just a little bit low
18: okay <laughs> sorry guys yeah. um I'm gonna be screaming at you a little bit, but um, please don't be insulted. Um, So uh, I'll provide a a fairly brief report. I I did want to though um, thank Neela so much in all that she's done in her role as acting executive director, certainly from the executive steering committee. uh, We've so much uh, appreciated and benefited from her collaboration and speaking from the Caltrain perspective uh, I, I will say under her leadership I've not seen the relationship of the various TJPA partners be so solid uh, and so aligned around a common goal. So uh, Neela, I want to thank you so much for that. Uh, also want to congratulate Adam and uh, let you know we really, really look forward to working with you uh, in the in the coming year. Um, so uh, as for the ESC report. Um, In Neela's comments, she noted the acceptance of DTX into the FTA's capital investment grants process. Uh, I wanted to add that the ESC is absolutely elated about the notification and will fully support the DTX project team as we continue to forge ahead with the work plan activities that uh, will be developed to to move through the CIG process. Um, The report from our November meeting The ESC received a presentation on various contract packaging approaches and delivery methods for the DTX construction. These ranged from multiple contract packages to a single very large and fully aggregated contract and assessed risk allocation, market interest, delivery agency skills required and more. Alternate delivery methods were also presented, including design build, Progressive Design Build, Construction Manager, um, General Contractor, so CMGC, and Public-Private Partnerships. We looked at the advantages and disadvantages of the various alternatives with a specific focus on the type of work we'll need for DTX, uh, including tunneling, rail systems, and passenger rail stations. The ESC asked several questions for Alfonso and the IPMT to fully explore uh, in terms of various areas of, of the operator's role and responsibility and involvement during design, construction, and operations under the various contracting approaches. We also asked for more information regarding the, the public-private partnership alternative and what effect this delivery model will have on cost and cash flow timing. Uh, very interested for, for Adam to be included in that conversation. Uh, his addition to the team is, will be very timely given his experience. Um, and then finally, the ESC will receive an update on the questions that it asked at its December meeting and uh, consi- will consider forwarding a recommendation on a narrowed set of options to this board for consideration at its January 2022 meeting. Um, that's, uh, that's the entire report I have for you. I'm happy to answer any questions as I can and if there are no questions, I wanted to wish everybody a, a happy and safe new year.
2: Michelle, thank you very much. <coughs> Excuse me, Michelle. Thank you very much for the report. Uh, this is an item for information only to the board. So, directors, any questions? I'm not seeing any. So, Michelle, thank you, and and best of the holiday season to you and to the SC. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, we do have uh, public comment, though, moderator. Hello, caller.
14: Please state your name. Your two minutes begin now. Thank you, uh, Mr. Chair. Through the Chair, um, I'm wondering if it would be possible for uh, Ms. Bouchard to provide a copy of her report to TJPA staff at least 24 hours um, before the meeting so that staff can provide the link to that report in the agenda packet. Thank you.
1: That does conclude public comment. I will proceed to call your next item. Director's item 13 is a presentation on the downtown relief extension project status report and plan for 2020 and Alfonso Rodriguez, TJPA DTX project director will present this item. Great, thank you. Alfonso, we can't hear
19: you. Uh, can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, can you advance to the next slide, please? Great, thank you. Um, Thank you, Chair G. As your project director, I'm pleased to present our progress and accomplishments this past year with the support of our agency partners and to take a peek into next year's activities. Next slide, please. So um, 2021 was a year of significant technical development and progress for DTX. Through our multi-agency partnership, working with the integrated project management team, known as the IPMT, on technical issues and vetting matters through the ESC. For policy advice, we were able to secure guidance and approvals from you, our board, on the accelerated work plan activities that not only advance the project, but prepare us for favorable consideration by the Federal Transit Administration for a full funding grant. Earlier this year, we brought forward IPMT's recommendations on the phasing study, and with your approval, we were able to reduce DTX construction costs by slightly more than $400 million, and that's escalated to $2027, while still delivering on our project goals. And through the use of a detailed operations modeling, we determined that we could provide full, reliable, and safe Caltrain and California high-speed rail services to the Salesforce Transit Center through the 4th and Townsend Station, while significantly reducing the amount of third-track between these two stations and this change will reduce construction and right of way impacts, in addition to saving time and money. And demonstrating our capacity to meet our commitments, we submitted our request to enter the FTA capital investment grants new starts program in October, and as you heard earlier, uh, we were notified that we've been admitted to the program next slide please. Through our semi-monthly IPMT and monthly ESC meetings, including several other workshops and technical discussions, we significantly we successfully engaged our project partners and stakeholders. Among the DTX work conducted through this partnership are updates to the project travel demand and ridership forecasts, rail operation studies intended to inform our design while providing flexibility for our operators to meet their identified business and service plans, And we're currently evaluating alternative ways to package and procure our construction contracts, considering costs, risks, and flexibility of different contracting approaches. This activity will be brought before the board in the coming months. And we're also performing regular updates to our project risk register to make sure we're considering those what-if scenarios that can set a project back. And developing mitigations to manage, reduce, and and even eliminate those risks. Next slide please. In February of this year through multiple video meetings and discussions we refreshed our relationship with the FTA and brought them up to speed on our project progress. We continue to coordinate with the Link 21 team as they continue with their conceptual development work. And we've actually we've actively participated in the monthly rail yards working group led by city planning. And through this group we are in direct contract with contact with Prologis, the owner and developer of the rail yards, working to ensure that our 4th and Townsend station and the rail yards development plans are as fully integrated as possible. Next slide, please. The IPMT continues to be an invaluable forum to discuss and gain alignment on DTX technical matters. Using the expertise of the IPMT and the perspective from their respective agencies, we test ideas and brainstorm solutions and develop a path forward. Shown here are representative samples of the work that the IPMT has engaged in this past year. Next slide, please. Working with our partners at the CTA, we successfully achieved the release of Prop K funding through three allocations, and we met the conditions for each release. In collaboration with the city, we conducted a successful community facilities district bond sale that will provide funds required to complete project development work Required by the FTA, as we proceed through the first phase of the capital investment grant program, entry into the federal new starts program is a ma- major milestone for DTX, and it starts a clock to progress our work to final engineering, where our project will be rated for grant eligibility. In November, we we'll developed and we developed and submitted a $10 million consolidated rail infrastructure and safety improvement grant, know, known as Prissy to the Federal Railroad Administration. And this funding, if awarded, will allow us to further complete work required in advance of construction. Next slide, please. The project has also been very busy with public engagement and advocacy this past year. And through our efforts, we've conducted over 40 briefings, which included legislative and stakeholder presentations in order to build visibility and awareness of the project while developing new and strengthening existing partnerships we engage with the bay area federal and state delegations along with mtc's regional commissioners um, and our local officials we participated in 10 events uh, which included a presentation before the california high-speed rail authority san francisco to san jose work community working group three public listening sessions and con- conducted earlier this spring and Presented before the Bay Area Council's Transportation Committee, we also held legislative tours of the Salesforce Transit Center, including uh, Senator Dianne Feinstein's staff and California legislators, uh, legislators, Senate and Assembly transportation chairs, Lena Gonzalez and Laura Freeman. This was done as we continued to advance DTX and keeping the project at the forefront, uh, both of. Uh, in the forefront of both bay area and national funding conversations next slide please in april of this year the board authorized staff to accelerate the dtx schedule to be positioned for our request for a full funding grant agreement in august of 2023 and to get there we had several key deadlines in 2021 including project definition which included operational analysis in the phasing study starting our 30 percent design refresh and advancing our funding plan and next year, and through the beginning of 2023, we'll complete activities that will permit FTA's rating of the project. And with a favorable rating, along with demonstrating commitment of our required funding match, we can request our full funding grant, which we hope to secure in 2025, in order that we may uh, begin construction of our main civil packages. Next slide, please. As you can see, 2022 will be a year of even more progress. And through value engineering, we'll continue to search for efficiencies and reduce risk. We'll complete our 30% design refresh over the summer and update our capital cost estimate. We'll also update environmental documentation based on our progressed designs, such as the reduction of the third track section and the modification of the fourth and Townsend station to better support operations. And we'll advance pre-acquisition activities and update our right-of-way acquisition management plan to assure that we have access to right-of-way when we, con- when we start construction. We'll complete design for advanced uh, works, uh, which will include re- utility relocations, and we'll complete a host of other project delivery and community engagement activities to demonstrate ca- capacity, capability, and continued support with FTA's partnership and oversight. Next slide. We'll continue to focus on funding, public outreach, and engagement. We'll track funding opportunities with the Infrastructure Infra- uh, Investment Jobs Act, and we'll con- continue to develop our non-federal funding match. Now, this involves pursuing new federal, I'm sorry, new state funding opportunities, including the Transit and Intercity Rails Capital Program, along with regional and local sources. We're also coordinating with the CTA on the Prop K sales tax reauthorization that will include DTX, which is anticipated in November of 2022. Similar to our earlier efforts in September, we anticipate issuing another round of community facility district bonds to help advance DTX. We plan to incorporate the results of an upcoming DTX benefit and economic impact analysis to be completed early next year, and I'll incorporate that into our rebranding and engagement campaign. So as you can see, we've got quite a bit to look forward to in the coming year. And that concludes my presentation for today. If you've got any questions, I'm available um, to answer those.
2: Alfonso, thank you very much for the presentation. I mean, when the work plan was put together, it was very ambitious to accelerate the project and program. And the team did it. And so congratulations to everyone on the team for all the hard work. Uh, Directors, this is an information item. Do you have any questions for Alfonso? Seeing none at this time, Chair G. Thank you, Donald. And uh, is there any public comment? Uh,
1: Yes, there is. Moderator?
2: Hello, caller, please state your name. You have two minutes to
1: begin
14: now. Hello again, uh, directors. I really want to thank um, Mr. Rodriguez for his contribution so far, which resulted in the $400 million saving uh, mentioned in his presentation. But but I also believe that this this is only a start. Specifically, I believe that his engineering background will allow him to eliminate excessive multiple surface impacts to the elimination of multiple redundant venting structures between and Thousand and the transit center. I also believe firmly that by the time he's done, we'll ha- we will have achieved sufficient savings to fund the entire PAX within the existing DTX funding envelope. Thank you all, where I come from. I would like to wish you a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year, but if you'd rather wish you Happy Holidays, that's okay too. And I look forward to meeting you again in 2022. Thank you. Uh,
1: That does conclude public comment for this item.
14: Thank you.
1: At this time, the board is scheduled to go into closed session pursuant to government code section 54956.8. We have not received any indication that a member of the public wishes to comment on this item, but they have an opportunity to do so now. And I'm not seeing any public comment at this time, Chair G.
2: Donald, before we go into closed session, general counsel, do you expect any reportable actions from closed session?
16: I'm not anticipating any reportable action today.
2: Okay, so to the public, if you don't come back after closed session, you're not going to miss anything. Uh, And so for those public members that wish to sign off as we go into closed session, best of the holiday season to you. And we look forward to seeing you in the new year. Be safe and be well, and we will adjourn to closed session. Thank you, Donald. Thank you, Chair G. And Director, bear me one moment while I take it in the closed session.
5: of gov TV San Francisco Government Television
1: We go, Jason.
2: It looks like it's
1: just not coming back on go thank thank you the TJPA board meeting is back in session directors item 17 is the announcement of closed session.
16: As to item 16 conference with real property negotiators regarding the price in terms of payment for an easement related to the parcel of development side at the property addresses as specified on the agenda there is no action to report.
1: Directors, uh, that
2: does conclude your business before you today. Directors and staff, thank you for everything you've done in 2021. We've made it through it. Um, What a nice holiday gift to be accepted into the New Starts program. On that note, be safe, be well, enjoy the holiday season with friends and family. And I look forward to working together in the new year in 2022. So congratulations, be well, be safe. Meeting adjourned, and we will see you next year. Thank you. Happy holidays. Happy holidays,
3: everyone. Thank you. you.